You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote the content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth is what it's all about here at Mobile Presence, because this is where we get the inside track on how you can grow your app from the UA experts, because this is their daily job. That's what they do. They're amazing at it as well, because they have achieved success that has earned them the title of Mobile Hero, as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. We have this series here basically every two weeks, so glad you're checking in, and be sure to check all the other ones out, because they are indeed amazing mobile heroes. And today we're going to look at AI, marketing automation, we know it's hot. We know it is necessary to app marketing. It is necessary to understand it. But of course, the technology is only ever going to be as smart as the teacher is. So how do we train it? How do we train algorithms? How do we train AI to help you do your job better? And while we're at it, you know, how do we get the most out of AI within demand-side platforms, DSPs, and for all this and more, we're going to catch up with our guest today is Misha Sirotuk. He is head of ad networks and programmatic buying at Huge Games. Misha, first of all, great to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Peggy? It's good. It's good. And we're in the same, we're in the same time zone. You are based in where? I'm based in Warsaw, Poland. So just uh, two hours flight from probably where you're based. Exactly. And we're not far from most of our guests, most of our listeners in the States. Um, let's start off with yourself. I mean, I told them what they've got to sit tight for. It's going to be all about AI, which is hot, huge, like huge games, actually. Uh, and, and they have to hang in there and listen, because this is something that you have to know to do your job better. But tell me about you yourself, Misha. I mean, you're a mobile hero. You're also head of ad networks, programmatic buying, huge games. Tell me about 
yourself in huge games? Yeah, so um, I've started in the mobile marketing actually um, in 2013. So uh, it's about six years ago. And at the time I started in the Polish um, M-commerce and the digital audiobook app. And I remember still the time when I was buying Facebook ads for one, two cents in different markets. Those mm-hmm. times are long, long gone. And so in three years ago, my friend, uh, he was hired in huge games. It was a hot growing Polish gaming uh, startup. And he asked if I want to join, and of course I wanted. So I've been with huge games ever since, managing a team of four people that does UA in programmatic and DSP for our two biggest titles, Huge Casino and Building Casino. And as of today, I'm focusing um, probably more than 50% of my time on specifically programmatic buying, and we have a big plans uh, for 2019 and 2020. I mean, there's a lot on your plate, which is, you know, why I have you on the show. We have to learn from people like you. But at a personal level, I'm just curious, you know, you're in a career that moves so fast, all of UA, UA managers, actually. But, you know, how do you personally do it? Um, is there something you can tell us or share with us, you know, how you run your daily routine, what gets you through it faster, what helps you think faster? Because programmatic moves really fast. Maybe it's, I don't know, a, a Pomodoro that you're setting, you know, 25, 25 minutes for full focus. What, what can you share? Yeah, so um, I think I don't have any specific uh, rule or routine. I'm motivated by two pe- by two things. So first mm-hmm. is people, and second is hard work. So actually, I try to combine and. Um, mix these two uh, components. So I come to work, do all the daily routine, email, Slack, and meeting. But then I spend majority of my time actually with internal teams. So first of all, my own team on one-to-one meetings with creative team, BI team, trying to um, find out where else we can buy smarter. But a big part of my uh, day and my time is actually um, talking to our partners. So we work with a lot of external third-party um, partners who would either do managed DSPs for us or with our MMP partners or with people like you and trying to find out what's new in the industry and uh, to be sure we implement it as soon as possible. And I like what you say about buying smarter. You know, that's a big part of what you do and, and probably why you even focused on really getting the most out of the DSPs because we, we know what they are um, and we have some idea, but um, I have to say you're one of the few I've spoken with who really talks about, okay, we have to get demand, side plat- uh, demand supply platforms. We have to get them up to speed in AI. First of all, for our listeners who are not quite clear about DSPs and the whole sort of where that fits in, I mean, maybe you can tell me why focus on getting the most out of your DSP in the first place with, the, with, with also the idea of like who they are. Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, if you are working for the advertise for or if you are working on the advertisement side of the company then probably you can um, do a majority of you use of your user acquisition by with just duopoly so facebook and google mm-hmm. but um, as when, when you are scaling and uh, when you want to buy certain specific markets uh, there are there are a few uh, reasons why you actually should focus beyond Facebook and Google. First of all, not all users are on Facebook and Google. In some com- uh, countries, for example, Japan and Korea, 
Facebook is not that popular as uh, other ad services. Second, uh, for uh, traditionally Facebook and Google, they were mostly focusing on their own um, inventory and uh, a lot of other gaming companies specifically would uh, be selling their ad spaces through uh, SDK rewarded video networks. So in today's world, actually programmatic DSPs can buy those inventory in a smarter way. Um, third reason, and it's actually quite uh, quite big reason for us, is that DSP offers advanced bidding uh, possibilities. So they don't really bid per device. Sorry, they don't bid per publisher. They bid per device. So they know so much more about the user because they've seen this user um, maybe engaging with the ad in the past so they can mm -hmm. categorize whether or not this user is available. Uh, but also there are a few more reasons. Uh, for example, in our vertical, so we do social casino um, games, not in all the countries. Google is available for us. Some examples of those countries are Poland and Russia, where we just cannot buy Google inventory for social casino games. So uh, if we want to scale in those countries, we actually have to work with more partners. And DSP is a big, uh, is a big bucket of, uh, for us. And in, in many ways, it's, it's the same thing that we're hearing. You, know, you said the duopoly, so Google, Facebook. You know, they have AI, they have machine learning, but, but so do DSPs. Is it, is it, before I ask you exactly how to teach the algorithm of DSP, is it really markedly different? Is it a very different approach? Are they, is their AI, I guess the question is, up to speed? Yeah, so, uh, well, it's, it's quite a complex question, actually. I would, I would divide DSP into two big categories. There are, mm -hmm. They are self-managed DSPs and managed DSPs. So if you work with managed DSPs, they usually are big companies like, for example, Liftoff, who uh, would require a quite big minimum budget to start with. So they would usually work with a big uh, company, specifically in the gaming space, but not only. Um, and they would actually make sure that you read your KPI. So they, they have their own bidder, they have their own get algorithm that mm -hmm. is optimizing activities uh, for you. However, if you want to take, if you want to move um, in 2019-2020 with a self-service DSPs, then you actually have to have combination of creative team and BI team to make sure that you understand how to best bid uh, on your potential user. And do you uh, have a, a, a mix and, and a team to cover this, or are you focused more on the managed DSP? So we focus on the managed DSP. As for now, we have, um, I would say, ambition to take it in-house one day. Uh, however, we do know that it's almost impossible, uh, not because managed DSPs are, uh, you know, a rule in the world, but more uh, that's that's why they are good at. They've been doing this for the past years, maybe six, seven years, and they have a lot of other uh, advertisers, not only huge gains, but they have, first of all, all of our direct competitors. They know all the know-how. So by the time we will figure out how to do things that they are doing, it will take us another few years. However, we will keep on trying and probably one day we will take some of the activities in-house uh, but I cannot say if that will be this year or next year or maybe in five years from now. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious you know when, when you're working with a DSP it's a it's a is it is it you need perhaps a different team or a, a larger team or different skills in your team or is it really just you know UA as usual? I would say you don't need to have 
different team, you need to have different understanding and uh, you need to optimize towards different uh, KPIs. So first of all, our KPIs are the same for all of our partners. We look at the um, ROI in different windows, so day seven, 30, etc. cetera. Um, but uh, if you, let's say, manage campaigns on Facebook, you can probably pause and pause campaigns a few times a day or at least a few times a week and upload creatives, upload new targeting. Uh, very similar with some of the other partners, for example, with SDK uh, networks where you beat per publisher. Um, but if you work with a managed DSPs, you cannot do very drastic moves because it's all about teaching algorithms, right? So if, if algorithm is uh, trying to find the best users for us and we will do 300 changes per day, you will be confused. You will not even know what kind of users are we looking um, for, for what to uh, acquire. So uh, it, it's more about the availability and the amount of budget that you have uh, spare to spend that that will allow you to actually um, optimize and play around with. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to be talking about, you know, what to look for in a DSP and also how to teach um, the algorithm. We'll touch upon that in a moment, but I'm just wondering background here, Misha. I mean, is this something that you've been doing for a while? Is this a passion? Is this something for you as a growth marketer where you're saying, you know, hey, I decided early on I was going to crack the code on this because this is where some hidden value is yeah so um probably yes i, I think in order to answer this question uh, we will have to look a few years in the past when a huge casino as a, as a company and where i was working at was just a newcomer to the social casino world and social casino is quite competitive um market where a lot of yeah, it's, it's quite, there are very few players who are leading it. And we were, let's say, latecomers. So first of all, we, we came in 2015 with a new games. And uh, we, as innovative company, we're actually very eager to implement all available strategies that are available. And at that time, um, like um, programmatic DSP on the mobile was just scaling up. And we, we didn't think very long. We just started implemented it and few of the partners that we started working three years ago we still work in the very big scale so while um, some of our competitors take take a while to think what the strategy should be uh, we just keep doing and keep trying and keep testing new ideas and that's why I'm very eager to hear what you found out because obviously tried tested uh, you're passionate about your work your work you hear that Misha we do have to go to break but listeners don't go away because when we get back we will be talking about how you go about teaching DSP algorithms to get the most bang for your buck so don't go away we'll be right back mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors What if you had access to analytics from the most visited sites on the web? Think about real-time sales and signups from Amazon and Netflix, stats and engagement from Slack and HubSpot, all on one patented platform. That's Nacho Analytics. Nacho is perfect for details on your product design and development, instant for influencer info, and fantastic for real-time financial figures. Level the playing field today for your business with Nacho. What are you doing? All this nacho talk got me hungry. Level the playing field today for your business with nachoanalytics.com. Seriously? Boring. 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And our guest today is Misha Sirochuk. He is head of ad networks and programmatic buying huge games. Misha, before the break, we were talking about why you need to interact with DSPs, you know, the benefits. It's not a it's not a duopoly, never was really, but now definitely not. And there's a lot of reason to work with DSPs. There's a lot of reason to teach the algorithm to give you better results. How do you go about that? I mean, is there some sort of um I wouldn't say, you know, what you need to do and what you don't need to do, but how do you start, I guess, is the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I would probably focus on our example. So as mentioned already in the previous questions, we optimize towards ROI. So um, ROI comes after we already acquire the payer, uh, the player, the player becomes a payer and the payer pays uh, money in the form of in-app purchases. So it takes a while. It takes a few days, weeks, sometimes even months for, for the um, player to, to become a player. So in our example, when we start with a brand new DSP or we start promoting a new game, we actually uh, tell DSP our CPI goal because it's easier for them to convert impression of that ad to install than um, after a few weeks, a few days of collecting data, DSP already see what's the conversion like, what's the conversion from, first of all, impression to install, and then from install to uh, payer. And after a few weeks, in ideal world, DSP can shift the algorithm from optimizing towards install towards optimizing to payer uh, itself. There mm -hmm. are, of course, few examples where it's, it's a little bit accelerated, but on the average, this is how it looks like. Uh, but then there are a few exceptions. For example, there are some countries where there are just not enough uh, payers. Such a country could be Austria, where it's, it's, a, it's a good country for us to target, but there are just not enough payers to, for DSP to even start learning. So what we, um, we, we try doing that, we, we try optimizing towards proxy event. As an example could be, let's say you've defined that 17% of your payers 
uh, reaching level X at, at the game. So instead of actually optimizing towards payer himself, we can start mm -hmm. opti optimizing towards this event then will be um, as a proxy towards, towards our main goal. I mean, that's a smart thing to do because you're saying, okay, this event is characteristic of someone who's going to pay in my app. So you don't say, you know, this particular demographic or what have you, you, you optimize to the event because the event is going to net you people who behave in that way. That's, that's what I'm hearing here, correct? Yes, yes, exactly. So picking out the events, you know, that's something I go to conferences a lot and people are like, well, you know, pick out the right post install event. And it sounds like, it sounds like it would be logical, but do you have some tips for that? Is there, cause it's not always straightforward. It seems to be like pick the event that makes the most money sort of, but maybe not always. What, what are the rules there? Yeah, so um, the event, I think a lot of games have events in the game. So the event could be, let's say, measured in absolute number, could be level 50, level 100. And that is probably the easiest way to do. Um, then we have to work here with a BI team. Now, now, what we also had an idea to test and we tested it would be not only just the event itself, let's say it's level 50, but also how fast the user will reach that event. Because if user plays the game and reaches level 50 in two months, that's a different kind of users, the user that reaches level 50 in two days, right? So the user who will reach level 50 in two days most likely will be highly engaged, will probably have to do in-app purchases in order to be progressing that fast. So uh, you can combine actually these two metrics, right? You can work with your product team and create an event that could be, let's say, level 50 within two days and ask your DSP to optimize towards that. Uh, it's quite, let's say, unique way to do it, and you probably want to uh, try it out on the big markets, not, not like Austria, where you probably will not have many signals. Uh, but uh, one of the examples of this advanced level optimization would be this approach. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, how does the communication, or what is the ideal communication with the DSP? Because you're teaching the algorithm, you know, and you're setting up what you need so the algorithm learns, but you also want a feedback loop. You also want to say, hey, DSP, you know, lift off whomever. You're doing a great job. This is working. We're all optimizing to the right outcomes. What's the best way to do that? I mean, do you, do you like email them or, you know, Slack them? I mean, how do they know they're doing well so that then they are on the right track and continue to do well? Or, or is there absolutely no feedback loop? It's just, you know, learning, learning by doing. Um, you don't need to tell anyone keep that algorithm on that track, I guess, is the question. Yeah, yeah. I guess in ideal world, we we would not have to tell each other what to do because everything mm -hmm. would be super transparent. We would see uh, cost and all the margins and all the ROI data and uh, AI will optimize. But we're not in We're not there yet. <laughs> right, yeah, we're not there yet. We, we probably will go there one day. Uh, but since we're not there yet and we, we like to talk to each other, we actually, yeah, we do write email, we, we Skype a lot, we have weekly calls, and uh, but we don't take a drastic action. So as mentioned in the previous, uh, um, conversation that with um, Facebook campaign optimization, we can just turn on off campaigns on the daily basis. With the managed DSPs, we probably don't want to do that on the daily basis, not even weekly basis. If it doesn't work one or two weeks, we probably would lower um, daily cap, we probably would lower weekly cap or, or raise it or do some creative changes or um, t targeting changes, but we wouldn't do drastic changes. There, are, there is actually one example that I want to share is that um, ideally managed DSP should optimize towards your ROI from day one. 
And uh, we had an example with one of our partners that we started working on, on, new, on UA for our new game, where we saw an example of um, three publishers that delivered over 200 installs over the period of seven days and had zero ROI. In ideal world, again, this shouldn't mm. happen because the algorithm should shut down delivery on those publishers. Um, and even you you should not optimize on publisher level. You should not blacklist this publisher at all. But since it was a brand new game and algorithm was still learning, we wanted to insert a little bit of manual input. So we asked uh, our partner to actually blacklist those publishers specifically for this period of time after mm-hmm. uh, already a few months of working together we would not actually request such an actions mm-hmm. i mean that that is i can understand that but there are also some times where as you said you don't want to blacklist the publisher really correct i mean you yes, want it- to learn from the data you want to sort of let it go but i guess in this case um what was the lesson from this for you yeah, so the lesson from this was that uh, the algorithm was optimizing towards CPI, towards the, the cheapest cost per install, because it was um, it was the first signal that it would get. So if the creative is converting well, so the, the conversion rate is higher, the CPI is lower, theoretically, it works towards the good direction. Well, mm-hmm. theoretically, but practically, it wasn't. So we wanted to actually help the algorithm to understand that cheap CPI or cheap cost per install is not... Uh, the only thing we are looking at, we actually are not even looking at that number that much. We are looking at the ROI. But uh, of course, the cheaper uh, user acquisition costs you will have, the more likely your ROI will be higher. Yeah, it's always that case of, you know, you get what you pay for. There was a day and you were there in the industry as well early on. It was like, yeah, CPI, CPI is cheap. Life is good. Um, right. And now we know that's not the case. And that's why we have to do this. Um, in the first place. So do you see that teaching DSPs is going to be sort of like your ongoing activity? Um, I guess it's one of those things where, you know, the smarter they get, the better it gets, the better you get, and then teach them some more. I I don't see that there's really um, an end to what you've uh, made into your, uh, from your hobby to, to your work. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, teaching, yes, is, 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 part one of the job, but I think as uh, 2019, 2020 will be going on, uh, there will be other things we will be doing. So not just teaching DSPs, but also uh, working on the new creative formats and integrating the new um, the new ad inventory and going into new spaces that are not available for us yet. So lots of reasons to bring you back more than once this year, for sure, Misha, as you experiment and progress. Right now, we do have to go to break, but when we get back, listeners, we'll be talking about what you need to look for in a DSP and what you need to avoid. So lots of green flags, lots of red flags you need to know and follow, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. All right, guys, I want you to come up with an ad for a patented platform that lets you see any company's analytics accounts. I'm talking Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, etc. You know, see their sales and stats in real time. It's called Nacho Analytics. Tim? Nacho, regular analytics company. Charlotte? You can tap into analytics of major companies that don't want you to know how they're performing. Right. And you can also check the traffic and engagement for any influencer on any platform across all platforms. Tim? Okay, let us help you grow your business. 
Bailey. So it helps you jump ahead in the concept and development stages so you can build your product better and ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Nacho Analytics lets you see anyone's analytics in real time. Tim? You'll be wondering, where has this company been my whole life? Tim! Sorry. Sales, subscribers, and stats all in one place, and the data is totally anonymous. Holy guacamole, that's good stuff. Ah, now you have me making puns. Let Nacho Analytics level the playing field. What will you do when you can lift the curtain on the internet? NachoAnalytics.com Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And of course, we have today Misha Sirochuk. He is head of ad networks and programmatic buying at Huge Games. Misha, it's been a great show so far, and we got to wrap it up with more of your wisdom about DSPs. Um, you've obviously been working at this. You've been crafting an approach that gets you the most out of your effort. But how do you know at the first moment, you know, what to watch for in a DSP? Because you know they're not all the same, um, and there are some things to avoid. So I guess question. Uh, a green flag what tells you i need to look at this dsp what or what a marketer needs to look for yeah yeah so i think uh, before even you know you start working with the dsp it's it's a good question of where you even uh, where do you look at a full list of of the parties you should work with so mm-hmm. we work with with probably five uh, managed dsps at once as of today, and uh, we probably will test a few more. So on average, we test one, two DSP per quarter. It's quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, why would we even do that? There are a lot of reasons, but um, one of them is actually we are moving uh, and we want to work with the companies who are also new and who are moving um, within with uh, with us in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the way to actually find out whom you should work with is to check AppSlyer index, that that's the MMP we are working with. And actually the recent one was just um, in the middle of March. So probably with majority of those names, we either worked or are working or will be working. Um, and then once you actually do work or once you uh, 
are considering whether you should work with them, you should probably focus on few on the of the green and the red uh, areas. So first of all, um, maybe ask them, or not maybe, but ask them actually for the real-time transparency. So speaking mm -hmm. about on all level, pub publishers, creatives, exchanges, uh, and I ideal in the real time when you can use the macros of your tracking link uh, for different, um, yeah, for different mention actually transparency. Then number two, um, because DSP buys on impression level, the very important uh, metric here is actually how well your creative perform. Therefore, uh, the both in-house and external creative teams should be aligned, uh, whether it's playable or dynamic end card or static or video. So the creative should be really catchy. And I guess the third green side uh, of this story would be to check both short and long-term results on ROI. So if for our games specifically, they quite align, but there are certain games or certain DSPs where maybe short-term uh, ROI would actually be lower than you expect. But on the uh, long-term, let's say day 60 or day 90 would actually back up for you. Uh, and now speaking about the red flags. Well, I want to I I talk about your green flags for a moment because that's a very good point. Um, the Epsflyer Index, we had Epsflyer here on the show. I read the index, just came out again. A good source of names, also ones below the radar, which is very cool. It's not mm -hmm. always the usual suspect. So that's all the green flags. So let's end with one big red flag that our listeners need to watch and avoid. Yeah, so I would say the big red flag is that do not tolerate fraud behavior. Mm -hmm. We haven't talk much about fraud and fraud is everywhere, even on Facebook and Google and as well on programmatic DSP. Fortunately, DSPs are not trying trying to sell you fraud, but they are buying it sometimes from ad exchanges, which didn't have very well sophisticated anti-fraud system. Therefore, if you do spot it, if your BI system spot it, it exists, uh, do not tolerate it, act fast and ask for a refund or uh, open negotiation with your partner but uh, make sure you watch out uh, this as well. That's a very good point. And, and also because a lot of people say, oh, you know, I can tolerate a certain amount of fraud or, oh, I don't really want to get into the hassle of asking for a refund. So good point there, Misha. You know, you do have to open up. You do have to say, I will not tolerate this and do something about it. All the more reason, since we've run out of time, Misha, all the more reason to have you back again at some point, maybe just telling us how you fight fraud at huge games. But in the meantime, how can our listeners keep up to date with you? Maybe you're out there uh, doing things in social media, a blog, a website where they can keep up with you. Of course, they can also check you out on your Mobile Heroes page, and we'll get to that in a moment. But where else can they do that? Yeah, so I'm trying to be present on the few industry events per year. Majority of them are in Europe, but uh, some of them are in US as well. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, speaking about the digital connection, so um, my email is uh, misha at hugegames.com with three years. So I will reply to all the emails and LinkedIn is one of the best uh, methods for me uh, to also get in touch with me. Excellent. And we include those, of course, in the show notes with every episode. And of course, as I said, we can check out your page or any of the other mobile heroes in the series uh, dedicated webpage over at heroes.liftoff.io. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, 
Peggy at MobileGroove.com. Mobile Groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. Time does fly, enjoying it so much. So be sure to check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, where you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So next time... Remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.